systems are offline. This is I Like Some of You with Brett Riley on Dash Talk X. Welcome to I Like Some of You with Brett Riley, where honesty is the best policy. Yes, the show is called I Like Some of You. Um, because, shoot, it's hard to like everybody, especially whew, in this new world. Even though a lot of us are missing people mightily, it's still frustrating. It's a frustrating place. Shoot, what's going on with me this week? I'm Brett Riley. I'm your host. Um, Man, well, I did it again. I'm doing it again. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but if you're feeling like recharging your batteries or maybe trying trying something to change it up during the quarantine... I'm doing the Whole30 with my wife again. Uh, if you don't know what the Whole30 is, I do it every January. But anyway, we're doing it now. Uh, it's where you go 30 days, no booze, no bad habits. So if you smoke, no smoking, um, no sugar, no butter. Yeah, just basic, just water and good food. So for me, that means... That means chicken, pork, steak, and then broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and green beans for me. And I put guacamole on everything. Holy guacamole uh, from uh, Costco saves me during this uh, Whole30. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I lose 18 pounds every single time I've done it. It's not fair. Drives my wife crazy. Because, uh, you know, sorry, ladies, it's not fair. Men and women's bodies are different. But it's sad because, fellas, all we have to do is cut out our bad habits and the weight just falls off. Um, unfortunately, the, 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 the universe isn't as kind to women. They have to work harder to lose weight. I don't know why it's not fair. Well, actually, it is fair because, you know, when we're going through the dating phase and stuff, we got to pay for everything. <clears throat> and l- that's it. So. Anyway, so, yeah, there's that. Um, Yeah, COVID is insane. Uh, People are actually putting it out there now that the numbers are lower than they are. This is the new conspiracy that's come out this week, is people are trying to say that COVID is not as dangerous as they're saying it is, even though over 180,000 people are confirmed dead from this virus as of today. People are making the argument that it wasn't COVID that killed them because they had a pre-existing condition. Yeah. Uh, so they had a heart issue and COVID killed, you know, and then COVID and then they caught COVID and they died or they had a lung issue and they caught COVID and that exacerbated the issue and they died. So that it's just, like all things right now, when it comes to this cluster of people just debating to debate, the new argument is, you know, it's, it's the same argument as guns don't kill people, keep people, people kill people. Uh, either way, COVID's involved. It's killing people. We need to take it seriously. I'm just super concerned with like, why can't people just, I mean, my biggest concern is when we get out of this, how do we deprogram these millions and millions of people that have bought in hook, line, and sinker to these uh, 
to these conspiracy theories? How do we bring them back? How do you save a family member that's believes in QAnon? You know, how do you save a family member that really truly believes a conspiracy theory that Donald Trump is the only person that's leading the charge to save the world's children from a Hollywood cabal, a shadowy cabal of Hollywood elites that are sex trafficking children and drinking their blood or whatever they believe. They believe all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, And you can't, and if you start talking to one of these people, just know full on, full on. This is not a joke. They are crazy. Like nuts, like nuts, like out of their, you can't <clears throat> no. Yeah, I mean, just if you think I'm goofing around, find somebody, you know, just I'm sure you'll find and what's sad is you will find somebody in your uh in your social circle, whether it be a family member or just someone, you know, in your social circle, because people have been cooped up and we're addicted to our phones. And I watched well, I didn't okay, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch but one of my buddies who's I consider, you know, a smart guy, level-headed. He was my guest last week, Chris Mata, uh, told me about this documentary called, uh, anyway, I can't remember the name of the documentary, but it was about Cambridge Analytica, which is the company that basically got Trump elected. And what this company does is they've figured out algorithms, they've figured out the internet, they've figured out Facebook and our social medias and, and stuff, and they've weaponized it. Basically, what Cambridge Analytica did was weaponized our social media. And what they've done is they've not only is do they track you, you know how like, okay, for instance, everybody's like, oh, my phone's listening to me. Yeah. Remember when that was all a crazy harebrained conspiracy theory? No. Now we know. No. Yeah. Our phones listen to us. So much so that if my wife and I get into a really like serious fight, the next time I get on my phone to check Facebook, I'm getting advertisements from divorce lawyers. It's creepy. Like if I'm talking about how I have neck pain or my back's really giving me problems, the next time I get on Facebook, Every single, like every other article, every sponsored article is something, uh, uh, something about, uh, some kind of a machine that can fix your neck or your back or whatever. Well, what they found out about this Cambridge Analytica people is what they found out is they've weaponized it is it doesn't matter if you, um, are on social media or, 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 it doesn't matter if they're tracking you or whatever, but either way, they have all of our information. And what's scary about it is they have like a 5,000 point personality file on everybody that's that's been on social media. 5,000 different points on your personality. And what they've proven is, so basically what I'm saying is your Facebook is not going to look at all like your wife's Facebook, your girlfriend's Facebook, your best buddy's Facebook. It's all different and it's all catered directly to you. 
So what my buddy started doing was <clears throat> like, if you want to be pissed off, if you want, if like, if you're pissed off about what's going on in the world and politics and stuff, and you're just kind of raging about it, it picks up on that and it feeds that monster. So what my buddy, so once he found this out after watching the thing, instead of complaining around his phone or saying negative things, he made sure he only said positive things when his phone was around. Only things like uh, making money, uh, making money. Um, I want a, a healthy mind. Uh, I want balance. I want peace, money, all this stuff. And that's what his phone would send him and they would give him all this stuff and it started to freak him out. Uh, but so when he saw this documentary, so they got a 5,000 point personality thing on you. Now that's, so that's scary, but here's what's the scariest part. They have found, and they've proven that not only can they, um, affect your mood. Like I said, if you're wanting to be pissed, it will feed that beast. If you're wanting to be at peace and you're wanting to find things that make your life better, it will feed that beast. Not only can it affect your mood, but what they're finding is it affects your behavior. It, they can actually affect your behavior, like swinging elections, like making people um, stand to action. Like right now, Congress, the, the reason they keep bringing Zuckerberg in over and over and over again in front of Congress is because that is the newest threat. That is the realest newest threat to our society is propaganda and mental. Um, basically it's, it's a form of mind control propaganda. I mean, the militia kid that just shot up those people in Kenosha, Congress is going to bring Zuckerberg back in because they didn't cancel those militia pages. That these that these that these white Christian terrorists. I mean, if you look at it, Dylan Roof, the guy that shot up the Aurora, the Aurora, uh, Colorado movie theater, all of these crazy <clears throat> white Christian terrorists, that the guys that are shooting up mosques, the Kenosha, the guy that went to Kenosha and shot protesters, the people that are showing up right now to shoot protesters, Facebook is starting to be. Congress is trying to figure out how they're going to hold them accountable because Facebook isn't deleting <clears throat> these, uh, these book, these, these pages like the militia page that that kid was, uh, looking at this Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever, the page that he was looking at was telling them to arm themselves and come to Kenosha. And they didn't pull that page. <clears throat> and now two people are dead. I don't know what to do. I mean, you tr you can try and be as positive as want and put whatever spin on it you want, but the president of the United States is actively inciting violence in our in our in our streets. He's actively inciting violence. He's actively pouring gasoline on fires. And um, it doesn't matter where you are on the political spectrum. I need people to seriously vote and I need you to vote. Um, and I need you, to, I need you to vote like your lives depend on it. I need you to vote 
I know you've seen memes and stuff, but it's so true. Vote like you have a disabled family member. Vote like you have children of color that would get stopped by the police for no reason. Vote like you're vulnerable. Vote like you don't have health care. Vote that you want health care. We... It's we can't just have the rhetoric and the nonsense and the lawlessness. It's fine for you to say that you find Trump amusing or whatever, but this has gotten to the level of cult stuff. We were really, 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 really balance balancing off of some historically bad nonsense right now. They they had the Republican National Convention on the white house lawn and everybody wants to, you know, intellectuals want to go the hatch act, the hatch act, whatever, just say it's illegal. It wasn't legal. Anything that they did. And there's no one as an adult that can seriously tell me that the president of the United States first statement when he's talking in front of the white house is what's that building? What's that building right there? Oh, that's right. It's the white house. And we're here and they're not. I mean, that's like, that's like something that like a junior high kid. Well, it, 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 it is the level of maturity and the level of brain development that you'd suspect. Stephen Miller, the little 35 year old white supremacist Santa Monica Nazi that is uh, Trump's speechwriter is the one that wrote it there's there was no compassion everything was fear 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 if you get a chance you got to listen to doc rivers and his statement it was a very emotional statement about the current state of america which is how are we supposed to keep loving a country that doesn't love us when it comes to our black citizens and black lives matter it's just, it's time to, for people to step up. Gosh, I'm holding up just barely. For my mental health, it's literally, I go I go to the sauna. I have an infrared sauna place that I go to. They're really clean. Infrared sauna in Burbank. Jeanette, those places, Jeanette over at Infrared Sauna Burbank runs an, an, an extremely stellar business. Uh, if you've never done infrared sauna, you should do it. It you go in there, you sweat, you sweat like crazy. I go in at 170 degrees for 35 minutes. You burn like 800 calories. It's perfect for people like me that don't like to work out. I want to look good. I don't want to get all fat, but I'm not gonna work out. If I can just sit and sweat, I'll do it. Um, so do that, and and they're extremely clean. It's awesome. Drink your water, sweat. Uh, <clears throat> I also do float therapy. Man. The only thing that's making me sane right now is my kids. We're back in school. My little monsters are killing it. If my kids weren't so good, I would be losing my mind. But my children are super good. They're super sweet. They're they're going nuts because they don't get to see their friends in person. Um, the only thing that's helping me hold up is is my little my little special people, man. They're, they're great. My hair's growing out so much. I actually have a beard. Uh, I haven't cut my hair in forever. 
my hair is long enough that I let my daughter braid my hair last night. Um, so that was fun. That was some girl dad, some girl dad moment. Uh, my son is a master of video games. He's literally beat Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, both of the Skylander games. Go Diego, go. And they're trying to finish off Mario this week. Mario Wii. Uh, guys, we got a great guest this week. Um, my buddy, my guest is Chris Newberg. He's been on America's Got Talent, uh, Last Comic Standing, The Tonight Show. And, uh, and he's one of my best friends. So uh, stick around. Chris Newberg is going to be my guest. Thank you guys for tuning in to I Like Some of You with Brett Riley, where honesty is yeah. the best policy. After the night. <laughs> Don't leave your girl around me, true player for real. Ask my nigga for real. Uh. Come on. That's how it's going down. Smell it. <laughs> yeah. Smell it. Yeah. Uh. Don't leave your girl around me, true player for real. Ask my nigga for real. Uh. Let him know. Situations will arise in our lives. You gotta be smart about it Celebrations With the guys I sacrifice Cause I knew you could not sleep Without it Meanwhile I I, I love you You are my girl You see
highlighting some of you with Brett Riley, where honesty is the best policy. Welcome back to I Like Some of You with Brett Riley, the show where honesty is the best policy. Uh, I have a special guest. I'm glad that he came to the show. Um, you've seen him on America's Got Talent, Last Comic Standing, uh, The Tonight Show. He's got a great podcast called Heroin Has a Great Publicist. And he is at Michigan's own, just outside of Detroit's own, Chris Newberg. Thanks, brave moonwalker. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that's what it says on my uh it does. It says that on my brave moonwalker. I don't know what that is. But um uh yeah, so Chris, the show's called I Like Some of You. Right. You know that I named the show I Like Some of You because I try and pretend like I don't like a lot of people, but I do like just as many people as I don't like. Um, what don't, what, how are you holding up by the way, through this, through the, how are you holding up through the, through the pandemic? Uh, you know, it, it's, I don't think anyone's having the best time. I think it's just, uh, it's very similar to comedy life minus the inability to perform in the evenings. I mean, it's really a lot of the same. It's a lot of downtime. It's a lot of, chill right introspective time but not being able to go out is weird like i don't understand sorry <clears throat> i don't understand why people get so excited to like eat in like parking lots like why that like you know the obsession with like there, i i know now that like 2020 i believe has ruined fomo it's like i think fomo is no more because now everyone's like yeah i don't i don't care what's going on out there i, I don't care do you think this is creating like a generation of goraphobics? Um, just wondering. Be. I mean, it's be possible. I mean, I don't think so. I think if there's something, I mean, it just depends on what rabbit hole of, of obsession you choose to go down. I mean, if you want to ride this out because you have no choice, then just wait till there's something to do and then you'll do it again. And I'm, I'm sure it'll have an impact or a change on <clears throat> post life in the near future but post covid life post covid right. life i just don't i don't see people just being like i'm never going out again although i'm sure those people will exist yeah i mean <clears throat> does it ever i mean has there anything that's like any realizations that have come across yet like for me i've realized that for one i i like um I kind of like the fact that I have a built-in, like, I don't have to do anything. Right. I like that I don't have to. I mean, that's also what I enjoyed about becoming a parent in the first place. It's like, that's why I had one. And then I was like, oh, you know what? If I have a second one, that will just ensure the deal that I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do anymore. And now, two kids plus COVID, I don't, there's nothing I have to sign up for anymore. If I don't want to do it, I have tons of built-in excuses not to do anything anymore. And, uh, that's exciting to me. Uh, so you don't want to go to that brunch spot that's in the alley. <clears throat> no, I mean, it's just so funny because, um, Michelle wanted to go get food, 
uh, the last two weeks. And, and I'm like, it's not going to be the same experience. It's going to be a tent and a parking lot and it's going to be outside and it's not going to be fun. She's like, I want to go. And I've, I've always wanted to go to Casa Vega, which is of course, you know, the bargaining approach. <clears throat> I've always wanted to, and you, you never want to, you know, like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. So we get to Casa Vega, which is this, as you know, tremendous uh, Mexican restaurant on Ventura. Yeah. With amazing guacamole and good chips and everything else. We get there and they're like, cool. And they walk us to a tent behind a tent that's behind a tent in a parking lot. And it's like, it's literally us under this giant big top. Three different people looking at us with like water, water glasses that are sweating. And then it's just like, you have to leave in 45 minutes. Um, you know, that's as long as you can stay. So it's like, cool and it's like we're gonna add 30 percent gratuity because whatever Uh, it's like so it's like okay so it's it's just like i get what they're i get that they're doing what they need to do to survive i mean god bless them i hope they all do and you know you don't wish anyone failure in any capacity but my lord it's just like the odds are stacked against so many different things that you were into before this that are just gone away now yeah, as I mean, we've been talking. We've talked about it a lot. First of all, Chris and I have been friends. How long have we been friends for a while now? We're starting yeah. to. Yeah, it's been a old. It's been a minute. Like, yeah, we're becoming like old guy friends. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we've been talking about it since the, you know, since this started to creep. And I'm always Captain Bah Humbug. Everybody gets, everybody thinks I'm gloom and doom because I can't help it. But my instincts, when my instincts fire off. I don't know. I trust them. I was the one that like when this started, I was telling all, I was telling everybody, you know, Hey, we'll be talking about this in August and September, September will still be locked in. And I remember you getting pissed at me and being like, shut up. Don't say that. Well, I don't think I was pissed at you because you were incorrect. It was just like that in particular day. It was such an over, yeah, it's just, it's just an overwhelming, like, you, you know, sitting down now, like, what are we into it? Five months, six months. If somebody told you when you sat down, they're like, all right, we're going to lock up. It's going to be at least six months. You'd be like, fuck. But <clears throat> yeah, it's in it. Well, that I think that's also what screwed this whole thing up is they wouldn't just do that. They haven't been definitive about anything. And that's yeah. why everything's so uh, nuts. Like, which is, well, before you came on, that's what I was talking about too, is the biggest thing that makes me mad is like, how do we, well, I guess the thing that's got me so stumped, which I was talking about before you came on, which is how do we deprogram these people now? Like we've got millions and millions of people that have got, that have like dug their heels in on these different issues. And it doesn't matter how delusional certain aspects, certain sides have gotten. But my worry is how do we, how do we recover these people? How do they come back into the normal aspects of life when they've gotten to the point where they're believing that there's really like a shadow cabal that made up a hoax pandemic and you know just to go against their belief system and stuff like i don't don't know how we're supposed to recover these people i don't know that it's anybody's job to i mean it's like it's like a rescue mission for someone's stupidity and it's just like 
I, I hear Sarah, <clears throat> I hear Sarah McLaughlin music all the time when I see like really staunch Republicans and Trump supporters like in the heart of the angels. Like I, I want to save them, but I think it's funny because it's like so many people who hate, like, so I mean, I'm friends with a bunch of Trump supporters and I'm friends with people who are hate Trump. And like, I mean, I genuinely, well, you're from Michigan. Oh, yeah, but no. I mean, like, I don't, I, I, I see where they're coming from. I don't agree with them, but I understand it. So it's whatever. And it's so funny to me because I have so many people who hate Trump who will message me be like, if Trump, if Trump loses, take all your money out of the stock market, put it in cash because Biden's going to tank our economy. I'm like, isn't they, don't they say that about every president? I mean, like they say that about every president. Obama's going to tank our economy. Clinton's going to tank our economy. Trump's going to tank our economy. It's like, okay. But nobody ever catches on that the Republicans purposely tank our economy to get this guy. Because the stock market, like nobody, I don't understand how adults don't understand that the stock market has no reflection on the actual, on the economy. Because like normal people don't even have any money in the economy. Sure. I mean, sorry, normal people don't have any money. Like just the your regular average Joe doesn't have money in stocks. Right. So like, it's just funny because like right now the stock market is killing it as people will tell me, but yet how many people are out? Of, like there's like over 40 million people out of work right now. Mm-hmm. Or 50. Yeah. 50 million have, have uh, signed up for unemployment. Well, I mean, this is like, even when I was unemployed, I would take 10% of my unemployment. I mean, when I was getting unemployment, I would take 10% of my unemployment. I'd still invest it. And I mean, give like, it to Jesus. Yeah. Give it, you tithe it to Jesus. Yes. Uh, dude. So, wait. How long have you and your girl been together now? You guys, I'm I'm proud of you guys. You guys have been together for a little bit. Uh, Two years, I think. I don't know where maybe. I came from with that. Right around. But, uh. Yeah. That's a good yeah. curve. Good curveball. Two years, yeah. Curveball out of nowhere. Two years, and Shane and I have been together for over 15. Um, she's so annoyed with me. She's so annoyed Ooh. with me during this during this during this pandemic. Which is I can imagine. I have to thank you. I have to thank you and Michelle for FaceTiming me just to check on just to check to see how I'm doing. So I have somebody to talk to other than my wife because I need strangers. I talk all the time. And uh I've just, I've driven her nuts. She, I don't think she has any need for me anymore. Um, it's pretty, uh, I don't know. You know what? I don't know why I threw that curveball about, about relationships because the truth is what I wanted to ask you is like, okay, the show's called, I like some of you. I asked you how you're holding up. You said you're holding up. You're just kind of, you're doing your thing, but like what, what, what makes you, just what are your guidelines? What makes you not like people? What make what what's what are your parameters for what allows people into the Chris Army's, you know, into your space? Allow what 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 are your parameters? Because yeah, I, just what makes like, you- I, I think it's different. I think when I was younger, it had to be someone who was exciting, and it had to be somebody who was intelligent and someone I was interested in learning stuff from. And although that is still the case, I do like to try to hang out with people who are better than me so I can get better. Um, But ultimately it's just like, I don't know, man. It's just like, I don't really like get bothered by most. There's just like, I don't, I'm not affected by it. Like if you're an idiot, okay. 
I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't have time to do, to answer your question, the type of people I look for is just uh, like people who are protective. Like I want, I want to feel safe in a friendship. I don't want to have to be like, dude, last night when you were passed out drunk, you see what Brett did? He pissed his mom's name all over your neck and then he ate candy corns off your baby rat. Like, I don't know if I want that person. What in the hell? Like you're saying, he pissed his he pissed his mom's name on your neck, and he yes. put he, candy he, corns on a baby. Yeah, I'm just saying. That, like, yeah, I don't. That's some people you need to keep away from you. I just I think there's a lot of opportunities to hang out with people who suck, and there's a lot of opportunities to not. And it's just like instead of dwelling on people who suck, it's just like I let kind of people show their true colors when they decide to show them. All right. Well, you know me, so you, so I guess my question is: Do you think that I dwell on people that suck too much? Do I think you dwell on people that suck too much? Yeah. I mean, the show's called "I Like Some of You." Do you think I dwell on how much people suck sometimes? Because I think it might be my downfall. I can't. I, I, like, I, have I a just really... don't see why you care. Like, well, why do you care? Why do you care that someone sucks? Well, okay, because okay, and we've talked about this a million times. I always think that you're bullshitting when you act like you don't care. I don't care. See, I, I care. You I don't care, know why. You, you care if someone's an a hole. I don't like. I'm. I it's care not your, about everything, but it's not your job to fix it. You couldn't possibly care about anything. Your brain would implode. There's no way. There's there's no human. It's not humanly possible to hear a news story about 385 people who die in a plane in fucking Asia and care because you don't know them. It's not, it's sad. It's tragic. So if like if someone's an asshole, like let's say for example, there's a comedian who works at the uh, comedy store and hangs out. He's from Texas. He's skinny. He's a, he's of uh, the sa- same, same descent as Raj. Um, he, uh-huh. he's, uh, he so doesn't, he's an Indian. He's an Indian comedian. Yeah. And he, okay. He's pathological and he's abrasive and he's everything he says is full of shit and he tells these long ass untrue stories. So I just was like, uh, uh-uh. and I just don't want to hang out with him. And I, but I don't care that he continues to torture other people with these horrifyingly boring stories and everything else. I'm just saying it's like, I don't care. So that's cool. That guy sucks. I know that. Yeah. You just, you always just. I'm not going to lie. We've had these conversations so many times because I get, I, I don't know. I think I've spent way too much of my time perpetually frustrated, but I also set myself up to be perpetually frustrated, which I also talked about before you got on, before you came on. I was also saying what I'm working on right now, which is again, I'm doing the whole 30 thing with my wife again, uh-huh. which I don't know why I keep doing this, especially during a pandemic, but it's to make my wife happy. You know, she's pretty and she's funnier than me and she's more accomplished than me. And anyway, I just have to try and make her happy. But like, so I do this whole not drinking, no bad habits, no sugar, no butter, no, but ba- nothing. And it's just all healthy eating and water. And then I've never drank. And then you go back to doing it all over again in 30 days. No, well, I have in the past. You always will. No, don't say that's not that's it's not, not it's, it's it's something that you enjoy. It's not it's not something that it's like like you're robbing yourself of something that you actually enjoy. I'm not talking about from an addict perspective. I'm saying from the perspective of you enjoy it. 
You like it. You like to drink. You like to smoke cigarettes. You like to talk when you're smoking. You like to hang out outside of the Laugh Factory and smoke. You like to have a cocktail in your hand. You like to hang out with people when you're buzzed and drinking. So, and then you're like, every 30 days, like, your wife wants me to stop for 30 days. Okay, so you stop. What's the big deal? And then you just do it again. But it's like, I'm not saying don't do it. Obviously, do whatever you want to do for yourself. That's the most important thing. But don't ever for one second think that you're going into this never doing it again because that's absurd. Okay, well, I'm not going to smoke heaters anymore. I don't know what that means. Cigarettes. Heaters? Yeah. I, is, that, I like- is that your talk or is that something that you learned at Brave Moonwalker Camp? <laughs> Dude, I don't know what Brave Moonwalker is, okay? That's that's anyway. It's right. Well, see, Q's I know name, it's, it's, Q's, it's, Q's name is Q. My name is Chris. Q, yours is and Brave, is Brave Moon, Moonwalker. Brave Moonwalker sounds like the name of an 80s band. Um, it's a random name that 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 the that the program that we're using, my producer just sent me. This is a random name. Brave Moonwalker was a random name picked by by Squadcast, which is the 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 program that we're using to connect. Oh, because on I like some of you, we social distance, so we are not in the same room. Chris is at his place, I'm at my place, and uh, yeah, that's a random name that the program gave me brave moonwalker which you've now referenced twice which everybody knows i'm not a brave moonwalker i'm i'm luke bryan right uh yeah chris's show uh dude you went back to michigan recently i did heroin has a great podcast has a huge following you guys should definitely listen to chris's podcast it's it's very funny uh your your show's pretty much just off the cuff it's just you talking right and yeah, Michelle, pretty much. Michelle's on a lot. It's you okay. have great guests. Uh, you have great guests from creative writers to musicians to to comics to everything. Right? It's just yeah. an open. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been jealous of you because I've been locked in with my kids for this whole pandemic, and you have how many planes have you been on? You've been actually going and performing places. And I'm not going to lie. It's very frustrating to me that you get to do that. But I mean, it's nothing. All I've, all I did was make the effort to make it happen. And it's just like, I just, as far as like the, I was on a plane to Kansas and I was on a plane to Michigan and we get our results back tomorrow for Michigan. I'm assuming we'll be fine. Um, knock on wood. Uh, it's just, it's been, you know, it's like, an, and, and on Saturday of last, uh, this past Saturday, I drove to Rancho Cucamonga and I did a backyard birthday party. And it's just like, I'm not going to do a Zoom show ever, ever. I mean, I'll, I've I'll only do done one. I've only done one. I did horrifying. it last week. They're horrifying. I, I did it. I did one last week and it, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible because I could, it was the only one I've done though. Because I could, you could actually hear the laughter, and it nope. kind of, you could play off of it, but it just wasn't. Yeah, nope. it wasn't ideal. I'm not doing a fucking Zoom show when I'm like, so I'm talking to this bitch, and all of a sudden, some four year old walks in back of the screen, and goes, "Me," like, <laughs> you know, fuck that. I have no interest in that whatsoever. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fun- <laughs> the funny shit is when you have. <laughs> When you and Michelle have like come over and we're all hanging out in the backyard or whatever, like my kids, when my kids are out playing and stuff and they're like, hi, you're like, hey, 
and you don't like you're you're definitely like one of my friends that I can I would be surprised. That's all I'm saying. I would be surprised if like all of a sudden you became like family man Newberg. Like if you all of a sudden were like, Yeah, well, got the kids, like gotta go lot, to the I, I, like- I know, but you it's just funny though. No, but I mean you gotta play you gotta play the room. Now, when in a room, if it's you, her, th- their mother, um, a pretty girl, and myself, you got to play the room. So obviously, you know, you're going to be dead. Hey, Muppets, stop doing your stuff. Hey, hey, let's stop picking up your sister. Uh, you know, Vita. Yeah, absolutely. Show us your trick again. And then Shana's like, they don't want to see the trick. You're so stupid. Why do you do this? It's really dumb. I understand. It's really unnecessary. And then Michelle's just like, uh-huh, that's funny. This is uncomfortable because they're fake arguing. And then the little kids are like, we want to talk to her. So then they grab her. And I'm like, yeah. Mm. And that's why it works. Because it's just like, I'm fourth on that list. I'm not going to try to impress your little monsters. You also last about an hour whenever you come over. It doesn't matter if we're in the middle of a big barbecue or whatever. You stay for like an hour and then you're like, all right, well, I'm out. Yeah. I am polite enough to know that I want to be there for an hour and then I just want to go. I can't all right, help. fine. Let's get to it because, well, I want to talk about this, that that bullshit that just came out of your mouth, your impression of me has, oh. has become its own <clears throat> thing. In Hollywood circles, which I I'm might. not gonna lie. Okay, all right. Okay, man. Okay, okay, okay. Chris has always <clears throat> done an impression of A me. Perfect and now, impression. And now it's become its own animal in Hollywood because of Chris. Whenever I walk into any comedy club, especially the Laugh Factory on Sunset, all of the waitresses and everybody, because. Of Chris started doing an impression of me. Everybody acts like they talk this way. Hi, Brett. How are you? Oh, hi. How are you? And uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. When I was first having my kids, Chris would go, can I do an impression of you? And I was like, sure. And what was that impression, Chris? What was when I was first having kids? The original. I want to hear the original impression. Oh, okay. So my wife's got a baby. We got the baby. And now Shayna's pregnant again, so there's like the baby, there's the other baby, and uh, yeah, there's just three of us. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Probably gonna stop for like thirty days. No bad habits. No heaters. No drinking. No fun. Just gonna hang out with my lady and my, my new kids and play video games. And then like, yeah, oh man, do you know last night? Brett, what's that lump on your head? Oh, man, it's the weirdest thing. I guess I fell on top of a car. And uh, when I was when I was in the backyard and I fell on top of this car that was in the neighbor's yard across the street. I don't remember. I just woke up like four o'clock in the morning, but it was in time to get the kids to bed. I got them to bed just in time to wake them up for school. I made them breakfast. And then, thank God, Shana was working and I was able to sleep all morning. But then I had to teach him. So I had to teach him. I had to put on the blackbird and, you know, and get the chirk and all that other stuff. The, tr- the chirk and the stirf. <laughs> you dick. That is not. <laughs> but he always, you always make. By the way, you just sent me. You, can you see that? The message that says spot on. It is. It's perfect. Uh, it is. Uh, am I a bad person? 
Yeah, that's like that was the that was the that was the catalyst. Like you don't tell people the story of how we're we're in Vegas, and if you're in Vegas for any amount of time, you go you become a crazy person. I happen to be writing on something, so it wasn't as horrible. So I had stuff to do during the day. So now Brett and I have uh, Brett, Brett's uh, across the hall from me at the at the Tropicana, and Brett comes in. It's like two, maybe maybe noon. And he just is like, I knock on the door. I open, I look in. He's got a backpack on with his PlayStation in his backpack. He's got like a 30 Bud Light. And I open the door. He goes, I'm not by parsing. I'm like, what? I'm not by parsing. I don't know. Because, well, this is why I think I'm by parsing. And it was like, and then afterwards, he just kept saying it. And I didn't realize he was foreshadowing at the time. He kept just going, Carol Baskins. And it was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> you're the same. You're the tiger guy. Okay. That's why I put it together. Brett, Brave Moonwalker is Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Anyway, Chris always makes fun of the fact that <clears throat> I when I get drunk, I'll question my friends to ask, am I bad, am I a bad person? And uh, for some reason, Chris, when, when the Tiger King did come out, Chris used to call me, would call me drunk and just be like, do it, just do, do it, just do it. And I would have to talk to him like the Tiger King to get in. Yeah. I love how you tell me like you're going to pretend like I made you do it. You were like, you want me to do it again? You want me? Because <laughs> I can do it again. I'll run it back. Come on, man. First of all, the fact is, I tell you this much about Kerbaskians. That, that bitch has been trying to take my tiger farm for a while now. And my, 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 my husband, Travis Maldonado. It didn't matter how dark it got. I'd be at my computer sending out emails, and it doesn't matter how sad I got, he'd come along and slap those balls on my forehead. You know what you sound like right now? You sound like the voice at the beginning of the Guns N' Roses song, Civil War. (laughs) What we got here is failure to communicate. (laughs) You sound exactly (laughs) like that. That weird old lady. You sound like a weird old lady. You don't sound like Tiger, the tiger King. King. You sound like a weird old lady who here. Wait, let's just pretend you'd be the weird old lady who works at the at the fucking Bucky's in the middle of nowhere. Bucky's a bar. No, it's it's a truck stop. It's a truck You're the stop. cashier. All right, so you just be you, and I'll be the customer. So that's all you're gonna get, huh? Lube. Yep, Some and then jerky and the Mountain Dew. Huh? I got a hundred dollars on uh, pump three. Hundred dollars on pump three. Some lube, some beef jerky, and the Mountain Dew. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, can I get a bag, please? Well, yeah, but you better take care of the environment and also wrap up and strap up. You know how they say. <laughs> okay. Did you um? I'm I'm. Did you just suggest that it's to my benefit to wear a condom when I asked for a bag for my Mountain Dew and my lube and my uh, gasoline? <laughs> you just went straight to condom? Well, I was just trying to help you out, darling. No condoms here? No, we don't actually even have condoms in this county. They're outlawed because of religious beliefs. So you're saying that because of God, I can't get a condom, but that's why I con- but you're suggesting that I need a condom? 
I was just trying to help you out, darling. <clears throat> I don't even know where the hell that went. Sorry. So here, let's switch around. I'll be you as Carol Baskins as the cashier now. And you come in and just be Brett, and I'll be you as Brett. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Darling. Hi. Uh, hi. Oh, uh, you're, yeah. cute. you're cute. Is that a real beard? You grow that yourself? Oh, mom would like to cut that beard with her lawnmower. And by that, I mean vagina. What can you do for you? <laughs> what can I do yeah, for you? Just need a, I probably need 50 on pump five. and 50, uh, $50? I can give you a better deal than that. Well, I didn't know they'd do deals at gas stations. So, Well, how much time you got? You got well, some I don't, time? No, I don't. I actually just need How'd you like to make $50? I don't because I need would a- squish your toothpaste tube like it was made of muffins. <laughs> squish your toothpaste tube. <laughs> I would squish. <clears throat> you're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna have Michelle say that to you later. Aren't no, you? I'm not. I'll squish your toothpaste tube. She only she gets mad at me whenever because like whenever she watches porn, I know what kind of porn she watches. What? <laughs> Oh, that's right. You guys are young, but I mean, you guys are, you guys are like a cool. Yeah, Shane. She once in a while she likes to jerk off once in a while. Good for her, but it's so funny because I know that what she likes to watch is real estate porn. Like you walk in and it's just like, "Hey man, you gonna buy this house?" Okay, you know. <laughs> Why <I'll> get- every <laughs> all of your characters have been this character? <laughs> Every damn one. So, so it's all black. It's all black dude porn. So whenever she and I are fooling black around, dude, real estate porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like every like five or six times she and I'll be fooling around. Like highly, it w- it'll be like really intimate, and I'll be like, "You gonna buy this house or what?" And it does not go over well. It does not go over well ever. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> you gonna buy this house? <clears throat> yeah, I I do um I make regular appearances on Heroin has a great publicist as uh I usually am a, either when I'm a guest I'm either uh Sam Elliott or Luke Bryan. Usually, right? I'm going to say four jokes and you tell me if they're racist. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. I don't understand how it's positive I'm sorry. Start again. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't understand why anyone's nervous that these athletes will test positive. They haven't tested positive for anything since like the seventh grade. Am I right? Because that's racist or not racist. Okay, that was definitely racist. How yep. so? How was it racist? I never said this- anything. I never said anything about background, ethnicity. I simply made a stupid athlete comment. So how would that be racist? Okay, that's racist in the new snowflake, like super liberal, um, amongst crazy. Nope. Yeah, I, I, because I, did, I didn't say, I didn't say I didn't say anything about race and not race. I made an implication that you decided was racist because you're racist. Second joke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> if I see a black guy driving an expensive car Uh and listening to very loud rap music at a stoplight. 
he stole that stoplight. What? <laughs> if I'm if, if I see a black guy in a very expensive car at a stoplight, he stole the stoplight, right? It's not, a, it's, not, it's not a trivia question. It's rhetorical. So I'm, I'm saying, so if I see a black guy in an expensive car, is it weird that all I think is he stole that stoplight? I'm going to answer I, for you. I don't get it. Yeah, you go ahead. Yep. It's, it's racist because I'm assuming that a black guy stole a car. So that's a racist joke. Not like the first one where you're incorrect. Would you like to try to get the third one right? You're 0 for 2. Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. Um Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you uh, said he stole the stoplight. That's what yeah. threw me off. That's the, Whoa, I wasn't going to make it easy for you. It's not easy. It doesn't make any sense. That's yeah. why it stumped he me. He stole the stoplight. He stole, he's driving a car. Yes, because that stoplight's always green like money, son. See, he stole it. Uh, number three, they should make a flavored gel for people who like to eat ass and call it, I can't believe it's not butt. It's definitely not racist. Okay. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> three black guys, two Mexican guys, a Jewish person, a white person, an Asian person, and a Moroccan person are all in a room together. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the black guy says, Hey. Look, we're all together, getting along wonderfully. And the Moroccan person says, want to see my dick? Um, the Chinese person says, dick, what do you mean when you say dick? And then the Jewish person says, I'm selling dicks for $3. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> I was just gonna name every possible ethnicity, and, then, and, and then, they're all and then, in the room. And then the Mexican came through with elote. No, that's racist. You can't. <laughs> that's horrible. No. What? What? I'm kidding. And then a French guy came in and went, oh, oh, oh. anyway, yeah, no, I could have done uh, that whole thing. All right. What's but your I didn't Instagram? want to get called racist on How your can show. People follow you. All right. Are we going to wrap? All right. You can follow Chris on. Yeah. Are you there now? You're there. You're cutting. Yeah. You were cutting in and out. What? How can people find you? Uh, I'm uh, at all of my social media is at the Chris army. At the Chris Army on all social media. Yep, and you can listen to my podcast. Heroin has a great publicist. His podcast, um, Heroin has a great publicist. And I happen to be wearing a shirt too, but that was an accident. Social on platforms, right? Yes. I don't know why we're having a little bit of technical difficulty, but the but I'm glad that Chris came on the show today. Uh, Actually, it's we're not. Yeah, it's all locked up. Are we still there? Hmm. All right. What do we do? Oh, there's Chris. Chris, you there? Yeah. Damn, it's cutting out.
That's all right. He can just he can just thank me when I'm not here, so I can just prep for this other call. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Kim. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Brad, I mean Brett, wrap it out. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Chris has been a great guest. Thanks for coming on, man. Sorry we had a little bit of technical difficulty there, but uh, follow Chris on uh, Heroin Has a Great pop- Publicist, his podcast. Follow him at at the Chris Army. <clears throat> My man, Chris Newberg. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on. I like some of you with Brett Riley, where honesty is the best policy. <laughs>